Hey, pop punk enthusiasts. Welcome back to another episode of Pop Punk Promo Podcast. My name is Sydney, and I am the host of this incredible music podcast. We are back after a very brief break last week. Unfortunately, I was dealing with some personal stuff. My little puppy, Sophie, was not feeling well. I had to take her into the vet and make sure that she was feeling better, get her meds, all of that good stuff. So luckily, she's feeling so much better, but I just had to take some time to really focus on that last week. So now we are back. We are better than ever. And thank you again for tuning in to this week's episode. If you're new here, hey, what's up? Welcome to Pop Punk Promo. I am so glad to have you here. Every single week, we interview a small artist or woman in the scene and hear about some of their life experiences, working in the music industry, creating music, being independent artists, all of that good stuff. So if you're interested in learning a little bit more about the early days of becoming a musician and possibly a very well-known artist, this is absolutely the place to be. You are likely to find one of your brand new favorite artists listening to this podcast. If you are a recurring listener, we'd love to hear from you. If you have found an artist or two that you really love on this podcast, it would be really cool if you sent in a video of yourself saying what you love about pop punk promo and a couple of the artists that you've really loved listening to the interviews for. I really would love to hear from all the fans. You guys mean everything to me and it would be really cool to hear your perspective on what I do. So if you are interested in giving me a little bit of feedback and letting me know, you know, what it is that you love about the podcast and who you've really enjoyed listening to, please send me an email at poppunkpromo at gmail.com with a little video of yourself and you might be included in one of these episodes in the next couple weeks. We are at the beginning of season four of Pop Punk Promo with about 30 interviews under our belts and that means that there is a lot of content for you guys to enjoy so please make sure you share this episode with someone that you think would love it please share this with all of your emo friends and let them know that there are so many incredible artists entering the scene every single day and we are here to highlight every single one of them we just want to inspire people to love music the way it's meant to be enjoyed and to promote good, honest people in the scene. If you are a small artist or a woman in the scene and you feel inspired by what we do and you'd love to be featured on Pop Punk Promo, please fill out one of our featured artist inquiry forms at poppunkpromo.com. If you go to the homepage of our website and scroll down to the bottom, there is the featured artist inquiry form right there available for you to fill out and complete. As soon as you do that and submit it, I will receive it and review it, and more likely than not, you will be able to be featured on the podcast. This is the easiest way to become a featured artist. Otherwise, you can email me at poppunkpromo at gmail.com, but that is not always the guaranteed method. Definitely go with the inquiry form on our website if you are truly interested in being a featured artist on the podcast. Another fun little thing that's going on in the world of pop punk promo is I am in the process of planning an all-woman roundtable with a bunch of different women in the industry from musicians to songwriters to audio engineers to managers to marketing and PR. 
I am so excited to get a group of ladies together and just chat about the industry, about their experiences, and even get some fan engagement involved as well. I will be emailing those interested in participating in the roundtable very shortly here. And as soon as the lineup is confirmed, I will be making a full post outlining the entire roster with everyone that will be involved and their roles in the industry. And if you are interested as a fan in asking any questions to anyone in particular or just as a general question to all the women that will be open for you guys. I will create a form for that. Or if you just comment in the post, you can let me know what you want to hear from these women. I am so incredibly excited to be hosting this and I just cannot wait. We have tons of incredibly talented women in the music industry that are interested in participating in this and I can't wait to hear from them and chat with them. This is going to be awesome for all of you and not only is this going to be a special edition of the podcast, but I'm going to make it into a YouTube video as well and hopefully a series if this goes well. I intend to do a few of these over the next few months and maybe just continuing on with new women and new circumstances. I am just so excited to be involved in the industry this way and to learn so much from my peers. Be sure to be on the lookout for more details regarding this really cool event. We will be recording it sometime in the next couple months and then it will be released shortly after that. So watch out for details on that. You'll get the full roster and lineup very soon, I promise, but you're not going to want to miss this. This is going to be a pop punk promo exclusive and you guys are really going to love this content. After a week off, let's get into some pop punk news. We're going to start off this week's news segment with a couple of concert reviews. Now, some of you may remember before I took a break, I went to go see Follow Boy and Yellow Card in concert. Now, these were two separate concerts, but I got to see them both and I have yet to update you. Now, both the shows were absolutely incredible, but let's start with Fall Out Boy. So if you guys remember, the openers for this show were Car. Bring Me the Horizon, and Royal and the Serpent. Now, I was super stoked for Royal and the Serpent. I have talked about them a lot on this podcast, and I've grown to really love their music. Royal was absolutely incredible. She has a stage presence that lights up a room, and she is so uniquely herself and unapologetic about it, and that's just what I really love about her. And it comes through in her music, the way she performs, and just everything she does musically. Needless to say, I absolutely loved watching her perform. But before Royal even took the stage, Carr was the true opener to the entire event. Now, they have a female lead as well, and they were super cool. I didn't know a ton about them ahead of time, but I did know a little bit. And they were so fun to watch, and they had such a cool, upbeat persona to their performance, and they were really enjoyable. Now, lastly, there was Bring Me the Horizon. Now, they were one of the classic emo bands that I just really never got into, and I apologize for that to the people who really love them, but 
I just wasn't into the super hard scene. I listened to a lot more pop rock, like Panic at the Disco, Fall Out Boy. I listened to All Time Low back in the day before we stopped listening to them. But regardless, that's the kind of stuff I was into and not so much the hardcore shredding stuff. So they came on and I was getting a drink and they seemed to be super awesome. The whole crowd seemed to really love their performance and singer Ollie Sykes literally ran around at the amphitheater and people were just chasing this guy around the lawn. Like it was nuts. So needless to say, it was fun watching them, even though I really didn't know any of the songs, maybe like one, but that's it. So all around, Super amazing openers. I had a blast. Now here's the part of the night that wasn't so exciting. So this was an outdoor venue. This was an outdoor event. And right at nine o'clock when Fall Out Boy was supposed to come on, we had some inclement weather. There was a ton of lightning. It started downpouring. So we were asked to evacuate the venue and wait in our cars until further notice. So the radar said that there was probably going to be rain all night, and after waiting about an hour in the back of the bathrooms, my friends and I decided we were just going to go home since we had traveled about an hour to get to the venue. We figured there was still lightning, there was still some drizzle, so they're not going to come out right. Well, we were wrong. About 20 minutes into us traveling back home, we were contacted by the venue, and they said that the Gates were opening, Fall Out Boy's going to play. So I'm a little bummed about that. I didn't get to see Fall Out Boy. We just kept going home. But it wouldn't have been worth it to turn around. And we probably would have missed some of the set. And they only played half a set anyway. So for the people who stayed, I'm happy to get to see them. But they did only get a limited version of what was supposed to be the whole performance. So I'm bummed about that. But it's okay. I've seen Follow Boy two other times, and you'll hear that in this week's episode as well. I go over this again, but it's okay. It'll be fine. Um, I hope that anyone else who has gone to see the Follow Boy tour, I hope that you guys got to see the entire performance. I hope that you guys had a full night of festivities, and I hope you guys really enjoyed it because it looked really cool from what I've seen on everyone else's Instagram posts. Even though I had a bummy experience with the So Much for Tour Dust show, I hope that everyone else has an incredible time at their shows and don't let that discourage you from going. I'm sure it won't. But yeah, I've heard a couple instances over the course of this tour that there's been some minor cancellations and delays due to weather just because this is all an outdoor amphitheater type tour. So I really hope this doesn't keep happening. I really hope everyone is able to enjoy the experience the way it was meant to. But let's move on to Yellow Card. I have so much to say about this incredible night. I absolutely adore this band. I have loved Yellow Card since I was about 15 years old. And I had plans to go see them when I was 16 when they were going on their farewell tour. And I was 16 years old. It was on Halloween of all nights. And my mom was like, yo, that is unsafe. You are a teenager. I'm not letting you go downtown for this concert, whatever. So I was super bummed about it. And the band literally broke up right after this tour. So I cried about it for years. And I was so sad. I was like, I literally missed my one opportunity to see Yellow Card. I'm never going to see them again. Well, here we are in the year 2023 and Yellow Card is back together. They are on a brand new tour and I 
literally never thought this would happen. I still can't believe that I got to see Yellow Card after seven years of thinking I never would. And let me tell you, the experience was absolutely glorious. Now, this tour was a 20th anniversary of their album, Ocean Avenue. Now, if you have been in the scene for any amount of years, I guarantee you, you know Ocean Avenue. The album is so iconic, and its self-titled song off the album, Ocean Avenue, is one of the most played songs at emo nights, at emo-themed events. Literally, even if you know somebody who likes emo music, you probably know this song, and that is insane because Yellow Card themselves aren't that big of a band in my opinion ocean avenue was the one that everyone just happens to know and love and so the 20 year anniversary of this album was such a big deal and for people like me who started listening in my teen years right when they were ending their bout of fame and they decided they were gonna give it a rest that's when they became the most important to me because i realized you know I'm never going to get to see any of these songs live that are so important to me. And their song, Always Summer, in particular, happens to be my favorite song ever. I have claimed that as my favorite song literally since I was 16 years old. I made a painting for it, and it just makes me so happy. And one of the things I love about Yellow Car is that they literally have a violin player. And that is something you do not see in pop punk at all they are super unique for that factor and always summer has like the best violin solo ever in it and it is so punk rock and so dope and i am absolutely obsessed so being able to see that song live meant everything to me i genuinely couldn't believe it was even on the set list and i literally just fell to the floor i was so happy so this tour meant everything to me Whether you are an elder emo, whether you're a new emo, or somewhere in between, I guarantee you will love Yellow Card set. Literally, they are selling out bigger venues than they ever did before their break. They played the Armory in Minneapolis, and that is one of the biggest nightclub venues that we have. And it's insane. They literally packed the place full. There was 5,000 people in that room and they could barely sell out a smaller venue before on their farewell tour, which is no longer the farewell tour. But you know what I mean? This is insane. They are making moves bigger than they ever could have imagined and people are so excited for the resurrection of Yellow Card. They played everything from Ocean Avenue to Paper Walls to newer stuff. They are releasing newer stuff, by the way. If you didn't know that, they are literally making music for the first time in seven years and playing new songs the first time in seven years. And that is extraordinary. I am so proud of them. And they are so excited to be here, by the way. Ryan Key, the lead singer, is just so grateful for the opportunity to bring back Yellow Card. And you can just tell the stage presence, the way that he just lights up singing these songs. You can tell he loves what he does, and he's so grateful to have the platform and the fan base that they do. 
If you've been hesitant about going to this tour and there are still tickets available in your city, I highly recommend you buy a ticket because you are not going to regret going to this show. It is so amazing and it'll fill your emo heart with so much happiness. I guarantee it. It definitely filled mine and I had such an incredible night. Like I will never forget this night and I'm so thankful for it to happen and I just can't wait to see what else Yellow Card does because according to Ryan Key, this is no longer the end. They are going to keep performing, keep giving us new music as long as we let them. And this just proves that we are never going to let Yellow Card die. We love them and we love sharing the scene with them. So I'm just so excited to see what the future brings. And I'm so glad I got the opportunity to see this amazing show. Okay, pop punk enthusiasts, before we move on to the featured artist segment, I would like to share with you some new releases from the last couple of weeks that we didn't get to. So first on my list, we've got Your Ex-Girlfriend by Bronny. Now, you guys know that I love Bronny to death, and I interviewed her near the beginning of this podcast, and she is just such a hoot, so fun, so energetic. She hustles like no one I've ever seen. She literally is on the grind every single day. She has her own weekly podcast and radio show. She even has a wax melting business like candles and she does fake eyelashes. She makes her own merch, distributes it. She is touring. She is releasing music. She is like the most incredible woman I've ever met. She is insane. So make sure you stream her brand new song, Your Ex-Girlfriend. It is amazing. Next up, we've got Hot Girls in Hell by Lolo. Now, you guys know I also am a sucker for Lolo. She was the very first person I ever featured on the podcast, and I have yet to interview her. Hopefully, one day it'll happen. But she is so sweet, and I love every single one of her songs. She doesn't have a single release that ever misses for me. So make sure you stream Hot Girls in Hell by Lolo. Next up, we've got brand new music from yellow card as i promised so this one's called three minutes more and it's featuring pierce the veil so if you want to get a more iconic early 2000s emo duo than this i don't think you can this is insane it is so classically emo released in 2023 and it is perfect make sure you check it out three minutes more by yellow card featuring pierce the veil next up we've got Give It Up by Meet Me at the Altar. Now, if you guys aren't familiar with Meet Me at the Altar, they are an all-girl slash queer group, and they are all made out of POC people as well. They are an extraordinarily iconic group that we have in the scene right now, so incredibly talented, and I love everything that they do. Give It Up is a song that comes off the deluxe edition of their debut album. The deluxe edition will be released in the next few weeks, but for now we get a little taste of what that's going to sound like with their brand new song, Give It Up. Lastly, I've got Mouth to Mouth by Peyton Marie. So you guys remember Peyton Marie also from the beginning of the podcast. She is just a 20-year-old living in... Nashville, Tennessee, pursuing her dreams to be a musician. She's originally from Iowa, so she made a huge leap to go to school and to pursue her dream. And she's absolutely killing it out there, especially given how young she still is. And she 
literally creates the most amazing music. I am absolutely obsessed with her and her work. And she is on the path for major success in the pop punk scene. I highly recommend you check her out. All of her songs are incredible. But of course, stream her brand new song, Mouth to Mouth by Peyton Marie. All right, pop punk enthusiasts, it is time for the moment you've all been waiting for. It is time for our featured artist segment. I am so excited to bring you guys a brand new interview this week. This person is someone that I recently got in touch with, and she is just on the major path to success. She has an incredible discography of music so far. It's small, but it's mighty, and you guys are absolutely going to love her. So, Without further ado, can I get a drum roll, please? This week's featured artist is Rax. Alrighty. Hey, everybody. We are here today with Rax. How are you doing today, Rax? I'm doing good. Good. How are you? Good. I am doing so amazing. Um, I'm so glad that we were able to sit down and chat. Um, I'm so excited to interview you today. Do you want to just introduce yourself to the listeners with your name, pronouns, uh, where you're from, all of that good stuff? Yeah, yeah. My name's Rax. Um, she, her. Um, I'm from Toronto, Canada. I'm a pop artist. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yay. Um, I feel like I've been getting a lot more Canadian artists on here, which is super cool. I've never actually been to Canada, but I would love to. So Yeah, yeah it's fun. Cold in the winter, but... Yeah, I, I mean, I'm from Minnesota, so it's like the Canada of the U.S., so... <laughs> it's about as close as you can get, so I, I understand. <laughs> well, welcome to the show. I'm so glad to have you on here. How long have you been making your own music, and what kind of got you started into music making? Yeah, I, ever since I was a kid, loved music, loved singing, all of that fun stuff. I just never thought that it was something that I would, like, get into. It yeah. was but like 2018 that I had a family member actually be like uh I heard you sing and you're actually really good so you should like <laughs> vocal lessons like get into it and like try it out for real so 2018 started taking some vocal lessons and then I released my first song started songwriting I had never written a song before so 2018 I started like songwriting nice. um yeah released my first song back in 2018 that's awesome. Oh, my gosh. So um, do you just have a few singles out right now? Is is that kind of the case? Yeah, as of now, I'm kind of just releasing singles. Um, I only started like getting into the pop punk genre within the last year. Um, nice. So before then, I was kind of just like figuring out my sound, figuring out the kind of music I wanted to make. Um and yeah, so I've just been kind of releasing singles until I figured that out. So now that I'm finally in the pop punk realm i'm like stoked yeah i wrote an album oh my gosh that would be so exciting like i really love what you're doing i think you are doing pop punk such justice like it your music is so incredible um we should talk about your new single unforgivable you just released that last week i think and it's so classically emo it is amazing uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm super, super excited about this release. It was such a fun song to write and such a fun song to sing. Yeah, uh, yeah it's I'm super excited. 
Yeah, nice. Do you want to talk about it a little bit, dive into what it's about for anyone who wants to know a little bit more about it or, you know, just do a little a little deep dive on it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, this this the song's actually like very near and dear to my heart. Um, I, I do write all of my music based off of experience that I've had. Um, so this song in particular, Unforgivable, is just about someone in my life who just like didn't treat me the best, um, very selfish person, kind of like had this like entitlement issue that thought like we owed them everything and just like didn't treat anybody with respect. So this song was and I'm the kind of person also that like I don't I don't like confrontation. So <laughs> getting involved in like this drama. So this song was like a really great way for me to kind of like let all that frustration out. And like, basically the song is a big like F you to this person. I love that. I love that. And I feel like so much pop punk music is is that way. And I, I really think you do the genre such justice with this song. And I, I had it on repeat this morning, just listening to it before this. And I was like, man, this is so good. And like, it's very guitar driven, which I love. Um, yes. Very high energy. So anyone who loves music like that will really like this song. I think it's it's really awesome. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. Oh, my gosh. So I guess. My next question for you, how would you kind of describe your personal brand surrounding your music and how you present yourself? Um, I would kind of say like a punk princess. I love that. <laughs> I know I've always been like one of the emo kids, but like also have this like girly side to me. Yes. So, yeah. A little a little punk princess. I love that you and me both. I I grew up obviously with very much an emo influence in my my life as well. But I also my favorite color is pink. I love sparkly <laughs> glitter things like very very much pop punk princess. I very much love that, and I I think that's what I would be if I was a musician as well. <laughs> I love that. I identify with that very much. <laughs> so I guess you're you're an independent artist. I would assume is that right? Yeah. Nice. Nice. How do you like that? Or what's kind of been your journey as an independent artist? Um, it's obviously I love it just because like I have the freedom to basically do whatever I want, say whatever yeah. I want, post whatever I want, which is great. It's very overwhelming because I have to do everything and like it's just it gets to it gets very, very overwhelming and mm -hmm. It's it can be difficult at times, but I have a great support system. My producer John is awesome. Um, like everyone around me, just like supports and helps out as much as they possibly can. Nice, I love that. So it's like you're doing it all yourself, but you've got people behind you willing to help. You know, at times, which I think is super important. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Got to surround yourself with like good people to work with, supportive people that are like backing you up all the time. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you think you would sign to a label eventually or what's kind of your stance on that? Um, I mean, I'm not opposed. Right. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, kind of just taking it like one day at a time. Yeah. Yeah. And like, obviously, if the right thing comes around, then like potentially. But yeah, there's a lot of people out there trying to take advantage. I know. And it, it's so it's so hard like nowadays to find someone who is genuine and someone who just wants to help. And I, 
you know, sometimes I, I get worried about that when I ask people to interview for my my podcast because I'm not a super huge like thing yet. So I'm always like, do they think this is some scam? Do they think it like I'm like, I'm not asking for money. I just want your time and I want to spread your music. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I get it. But yeah, nice. Keep flying with what you're doing because you're doing an amazing job. So um, so then I guess my next question how has TikTok kind of influenced your success as a musician? Do you use that app at all for, for promotion and stuff? I do, but I'm going to be completely honest. I do not like using TikTok. I just, <laughs> I'm just like very uncomfortable, I guess you can say, in front of a camera. And I never really know what to do, which is yeah. fun. I am in music, so you'd think I'd be comfortable in front of a camera. But um. Yeah, so making TikToks for me has just been, like, super difficult. Mm -hmm. I don't But I understand that it's a huge platform right now and kind of got to suck it up and just go for it. So I've been trying. I mean, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. kind of. I, I appreciate that. I, I get it. I also can be a little camera shy at times or at least like I just I don't like how I look in videos I'm like I probably look completely fine like someone scrolling through probably be like oh that's just another another chick doing pop punk whatever but like I I'm always very self-conscious so I completely understand your point of view there uh it's also so hard too, like coming up with content that's original and like eye-catching like I I totally understand the struggle yeah a hundred percent I find it so like yeah, just difficult to like, what's going to be like the, the cool, like what could be the coolest thing that I could do that somebody hasn't done yet. And like, yeah, yeah, that's always hard, but sometimes sticking to the trends is also cool though, too, you know, because it's what people are looking for at the time. And even if it will change next week, you might get a few people who wouldn't have heard your music before had you not done said trend. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's definitely yeah, a tricky ball game, but anyway, so you know, not a fan of TikTok. That's okay. There are other ways to to show off your your music and show off your talent. And I'm a big Instagram girl. I really love Instagram a lot. I love what they've done with the platform recently. A hundred percent. I am major, major Instagram girl. Always on Instagram. Yes. That's like my number one platform. Nice. Um, I love. I love Instagram. Yeah, me too. I feel like it's it's a good like collaboration of all of the different platforms. So I feel like if you're gonna build an audience, like TikTok is kind of good for going viral, but, but Instagram is where you'll find a lot of the, like the people who will actually stick around and will like be a fan for longer is kind of how I view it. Yeah. A hundred percent. I couldn't agree more. I think that Instagram is perfect because you can post those TikTok videos that you're making on TikTok on Instagram. You can also show your life and photos, whatever stories, whatever it may be on Instagram and kind of just like create a community on Instagram where like, yeah, TikTok, I agree, could be more so for just like going viral. Exactly. I, yeah, I absolutely agree. And like, I, I tried doing TikTok for a while and like, I still will post sometimes, but I'm just like, it's exhausting. And then half the time you put in so much effort and like nothing comes out of it. So yeah. it's, I don't know. I have a feeling TikTok will kind of cycle itself out here in the next probably couple of years, but we will see. We will see what happens. I always just like asking people how they feel about it because it has become kind of key in people finding music. So definitely, yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, TikTok aside, um, let's see. 
I, so here's a, a little bit of a heavy hitting question. And I, you might not have much to say on it just yet, just because you're a newer artist. But I'm curious, how has being a woman kind of affected your success as a musician? And have you felt any like like backlash or anything as far as trying to get gigs or anything like that? Um, in terms of getting gigs, I've been very lucky. Um, I haven't had very much like... I don't want to say difficulty because obviously it's not easy, but I've been yeah. lucky to, to be able to book pretty good gigs. Um, in terms of just being a woman in general in the music industry or more specifically like in the pop, in the punk industry, um, mm-hmm. it has been difficult just because it is a very niche genre mm-hmm. um, and majority of artists in the punk realm or punk genre are male bands um yeah major female pop punk would be like paramore um avril lavigne i'm canadian yeah I'm so like it's obviously major like huge compliment but at the same time it's like i'm me yeah. Um, yeah and then in terms of like being in the music industry it's obviously difficult um for a girl I think just because I have had situations where I am obviously very new in the industry and like very new in music in general and people can see that and sense that and like I'm so open and like I want to learn and I want to do this so people take advantage of that yeah so new in the industry they're like oh I'll help you I'll help you and then completely screw you over Um, And I think that just happens with anybody in the music industry when you're new. But I think people see young women and be like, oh, I can easily take advantage of this person because they're so like vulnerable and I can help them, quote unquote. But yeah, everyone's got an agenda. Yeah, it it's unfortunate. And that's kind of like part of why I started this show in the first place is I, I want to show the talent that women and smaller artists can bring to the table especially and I just it's so easy for women to get to get screwed over to get manipulated and you know you think you're sitting down and writing something you know with to benefit you and your you know your talent and your brand and then you know you realize there might be something going on in the background that is that they want you know it's like it's just not a good thing and I just really want to bring light to it you know and I as much as I, it's an uncomfortable topic to talk about, I like asking people this to kind of prove, like, this doesn't just happen to really famous people. This happens to anyone, specifically women, specifically queer people, specifically minorities. Like, it, it happens to all these people who are just trying to show their talent, and it's unfortunate. 100%. I feel like in the music industry, a lot of people, like, aren't just in it for the music anymore you know what I mean yeah I feel that like super disappointing because like that's why I got into music just because like I love it so much and like I don't like it's just something that's very like close to me and like I do it because I love music no other reason and I feel like some people don't have that same mindset which is fine but take take advantage of people like me who are for music and don't maybe see right at the beginning what kind of barriers may be right exactly and then like just trying to do it for fame too is also just like shitty because 
it's like why like like why are you doing something if you don't even love it you know like I I'm making this podcast trying to support musicians because I love music I love the scene and I want to see it become a healthier place for musicians and music lovers to exist in and I make like damn near nothing on this like I I don't even make anything like I make money from ads but it's not actually making anything because it's like it's so small you know what I mean like yeah it's I just love doing this and I love music and I just I want to find the people that also love that so I'm really glad to have you on here I guess is what I'm trying to say (laughs) I'm excited I'm so happy to be on here I like I love talking about music and just like being surrounded by people like like like-minded people who like love music just as much as I do me too. It's it's such a powerful feeling, honestly. Like, there's nothing better than going to a show and just like talking to the people around you and being like, "Oh, I'm super excited for this person to come on and play." Or, "I've never heard this person. Tell me about him or whatever." And just like, it's just such a nice, like, like therapeutic place to be. You know, <laughs> I couldn't agree more. A hundred percent. Nice. Yeah. So I'm glad. Like it seems like you haven't personally had a ton of bad experiences and I hope that that doesn't end up being the case further on. But, you know, I just, I really want to change the way the scene is and the way that women are represented. And I just hope that we can do that someday. You know, I really hope so because we've got so many talented women out there who are, you know, they're making moves. We've got like Charlotte Sands, we've got Lolo from Canada. Um, We've got like Maggie Lindemann. We've got yeah, Bronnie from the UK. We've got like so so many Taylor Acorn. Like I I I can't. There's so many amazing ones, and I just hope that we get more and more. So yeah, me too. Yeah, incredible. All right. Do you have any upcoming live shows at all booked that you want to promote to at all? I do. I actually have one on August 17th at the mm-hmm. Piston in Toronto. Um, yeah yeah super excited it's my first headlining show I'm like first congratulations that's awesome thank you thank you nice are you gonna be playing like with some some local Canadian artists or anything like opening for you or what does that kind of look nice two yeah two openers yeah nice oh my gosh that's so exciting I'm so glad um have you gone on any like tours or anything or do you basically just do shows in Toronto right now so far um I've only done shows in Toronto I'm one million percent open to touring start kind of like expanding the live shows um yeah yeah a hundred percent just because like with the popcorn stuff I only started releasing it this year um it's very it's just been very new so I haven't really had the opportunity to kind of head on the road yet but it's definitely in the works. It's definitely going to be happening shortly. So I'm super Yay. excited. Oh my God. That's exciting. And yeah, just keep doing what you're doing. Keep manifesting it to the universe because it will happen. Like it, it can happen a lot quicker than you think as well. So, you know, just keep making those music connections with as many people as you can. And someone will be like, let's get her on a tour. Like it's going to happen. So. A hundred percent. Oh my God. I would love to. I, I bet you have like the best stage presence, like just based on the way your music sounds and it's so energetic. I I'm sure you're just a blast to see. Live, um, so. thank you. <laughs> I, like 
idea going up on stage is, is just like have the most fun possible. Like that's it. Just have some, just have fun. I think like, that's incredible. And that's how you get your audience just like into, even if they don't know any of the words, if they see you're having fun, they're going to have fun in turn. And I think that's just so incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Nice. I love live music so much and I just want to keep seeing it thrive and I want to keep seeing other people have fun doing shows. It's just such a great place to be. So definitely nice. All right. So you just released a brand new song called Unforgivable, but now we're going to go back through some of your older discographies. So what would you consider to be your favorite song that you've released so far and why? Oh, man. I know it's like trying to pick your favorite child, and I'm sorry, but I think it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think uh, I think my favorite song will probably be Mrs. Monotone. Mm. Um, it's not the most punk. It's actually not punk at all, but That's okay. <laughs> such a fun song, and it was kind of like the first song I released that was like, I just think it's a cool song just because it's kind of like introducing myself into music. Yeah. I mean, and this is the kind of artist I am. This is the kind of person I am. And um, it seems to be a big crowd favorite as well. And Ooh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like, it's just good vibes, good feeling all around. So I'd say, yeah, that's probably, probably my fave. Nice. I love that. Um, yeah. I mean, once you wrote a song, whether or not it's the genre you're in now, like if you love it, you love it. So, you know, like I, and I don't think there's any reason to box people into a genre anyway. So I, I love that. I love that answer. That's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Um, So then what kind of musicians inspire your personal music style and who do you like to take influence from, especially in like your pop punk stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, when I first started music, uh, the biggest influence was, or my biggest influence was Amy Winehouse. Ooh. I thought she was the most badass, coolest person in the entire world. Her voice is phenomenal. Her music is phenomenal. Um, and kind of, even now I still take like inspo from her music. I'd say, um, past like two songs that I've released so Taking Back My Life and Unforgivable um big inspo would be like Blink 182 Fall Out Boy Panic at the Disco yeah that's Billy Talent so yeah nice I love that and I definitely see all of that in your new music I I don't I was trying to to think of who it reminded me of but it just like especially Unforgivable just gives me like this very classic like early 2000s like hyper pop punk kind of just upbeat style and I think it's so perfect (laughs) yeah that was the vibe we were going for when uh we went into writing these songs I just said like I want it to be as like pop punk early 2000s vibe as much as possible so I'm, I'm glad that other people see it as well yeah, you definitely accomplished that. And I, I've been listening to pop punk music since I was in like middle school. And yeah, you, you definitely did it justice. So you're going to go far with this type of music and you know how to do it well, too. You've got an incredible voice. So Thank I have you. faith in you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I guess 
stemming off of that a little bit, but sort of different. Um, who are some of your personal favorite music artists? It doesn't have to be like pop punk or who are you, you're inspired by, I suppose. Just who do you like to listen to on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, um, Billie Eilish, I would say, for a while now, my number one. Love, love me some Billie. Yes. Uh, 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 I recently went to, um, last year, a Demi Lovato concert and Royal and the Surf opened up for Um and Why I, did I not know that they opened for Demi? Why did I not oh, know that? I, oh, my I, God. First time hearing them, and I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. So I've been, like, super, super into them as well. Nice. Oh, yeah, they, they're opening for Fall Out Boy right now, actually. Royal I, and the Serpent is. And the which, actual Fall Out Boy's coming to Toronto next on, like, oh, I'm going, and I'm so stoked. I can't. Oh, my God. I hope you guys have good weather because I have kind of a sad story about my follow boy show. So we, I went and it was outdoors and I got, we got through all three openers. It was amazing. I got to Royal on the serpent. It was great. And then right at nine o'clock when follow boy was supposed to come on, it started storming like hard raining, lightning, all of it. So they like evacuated the amphitheater was like, just wait, we'll see if like the band could come out, whatever. And it was like an hour and they still hadn't updated us. So we were like, whatever, it looks gross out. They probably won't. So we decided to leave. And about 20 minutes later, they said that follow boy would come back on. And oh, I drove like an hour away from home for this show. And I was, we were already on the way home and we we're like, it's already like, you know, 1030. So let's just go home. So we didn't see follow boy and they ended up cutting their set anyway. So the people who stayed got like, a much shorter set, but it is what it is. So. Oh, crystal. I know. I Luckily, I've seen them, like, two other times, so it was, it's fine, but I, yeah. It's a bummy, but, yeah. I hope that doesn't happen to you, because it, it sounds like that happened on a couple of the dates, like, Roy and the Serpent didn't get to go on or anything, because there was inclement weather, and yeah. they were just waiting it out, so that, that really sucks, so I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping for good weather. Yeah, <laughs> So like have hopefully <laughs> Yeah. Have you seen them before ever? No, I haven't. So like I'm so stoked to see them. So I'm like oh I'm like I'm seriously hoping for you because like I the only reason I'm like okay about it is because I had seen them two other times. So I'm like they'll I'll catch them again next time. But like yeah. man, I'm hoping for you. I'm really hoping. <laughs> hopefully it's not too hot either. Cause it have you guys been getting like some of the crazy heat that we've been getting around the US? Um, it's been like not horrible. I've been away for the past week, so I don't know how the weather here was. Um, but I mean, like, I don't mind the heat. Yeah. Like, but I'm hoping it's not like really humid where like you can't breathe. Right. Because I, I feel like those of us living in the, the climates where we have really like detrimental winters, we really like the heat. So uh, yeah. I'm not too bothered by it. I, I like sitting in the sun. But yeah, the humidity is where it gets kind of gross yeah <laughs> for sure but anyway i hope you get to see follow boy they will be amazing so <laughs> all right um who would be kind of like your dream artist or band to go on tour with or like a dream lineup of like three bands oh damn i would say definitely like billy eilish would be sick oh my god that would be so cool <laughs> yeah eilish would be dope um oh man who else 
I mean, like, Blink would be pretty cool, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Could you imagine, like, oh, my God, that would be yeah. insane. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would be able to perform because I would be crying all of the time. Just be like, I'm so happy here. <laughs> You're like, I can't believe this is happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. So, Billie Eilish and Blink. Those yeah. are kind of different. <laughs> like, kind of, like, you know I what I mean? Like, um, Billie Eilish came on stage with Paramore not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. So cool. So I was like, that'd be sick. That'd be dope. Yeah, I, I saw that. I think it was only, like, last week or something like that. And that is such a dream. And, like, because they're both such huge stars. But, like, Billie was, like, freaking out. Because, obviously, like... Haley's been in the in the business for like ever. So like yeah. that's that's so crazy to me though. It's still it's still so nuts that yeah. even huge celebrities still like geek out over that stuff. That's so crazy. I love um, it though. But nice. Yeah, I like those two. I like those two choices. Blink and Billy. Yeah, that would be sick. And your vibe totally goes with both of them too. So that would be so perfect. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I love that. All right. And then sort of on the same track but also different um what artist would you love to work on a collaboration with in the future oh damn i oh i would say you know i think they like not too long ago also just like stopped making music but if they didn't i would say panic at the disco yeah oh my god amazing like I just don't even have words. I think he's so talented. I think he's he knows exactly what he's doing. He's so smart with like every decision he makes. That would I think that would be super cool. That would be so cool. And like Panic has just been so present in the scene for so long and they've done so many different like types of pop punk sounds. Like it's yeah, they're super super talented. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I love that. Um, and then I guess, so we think we're in the summer, you know, there's a ton of music festivals happening. Like what's one festival that you've like either heard about, gone to, whatever that you just would, or like, I would love to play this someday. What, what would you kind of think would be something like that? Um, I don't even, there was one, I think that it was last year and now the name is slipped in my mind, but all these like punk bands were playing was it when we were young fest yes that, that one. one yes amazing i would have loved 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 to perform there um oh my god like absolutely I've, my life has been made that would be insane and like they are doing it again this year by the way and it's it's huge like i i can't even believe the amount of high profile and like bands they've got there and even like newer artists too like they just have such a huge variety it's insane exactly yeah and I think that's the coolest part is that like you have like huge huge bands playing but then you also have some like smaller up-and-coming newer newer artists as well and I think that's just so so cool yeah it is and I that would be a dream I think for anyone to be at something like that like I, I couldn't even imagine being a new artist and being like oh my god Haley Williams just walked by or like oh my god that was like 
that was Mark from Blink-182, you know, like what, like yeah. that would be the most insane thing. Like, <laughs> exactly, exactly. I think it would just be, yeah, amazing. Yeah. Like stars, one day it'll happen. It will, <laughs> manifesting it for you. <laughs> that would be sick. Um, all right. And then, so even though your music career has been kind of short so far especially in pop punk but what would you kind of consider to be the coolest thing that's happened in your career thus far that's a good good question um honestly just because it's been so new I think that the coolest thing would just I just played my first and it's like super small but like small milestones are still milestones absolutely I think the coolest thing so far was kind of just like doing my first show with like an actual live band. Um, it was like exhilarating. It was super fun. I loved having like other people other than just me and like a guitar player on stage. Yeah. Um, and it was just like so hype, so much fun. And like the show went really well. So it was just like, that's amazing. Done. <laughs> Yeah, and, like, you shouldn't undermine or, like, downgrade any sort of milestone like that. Like, that is so important, and it's why I love interviewing smaller artists, because I love hearing, like, what it's like in the beginning, you know, and just feeling how incredible it is to go on and, like, have that full band, you know? Like, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a lot of fun. So, yeah, I think that, yeah. Yeah, because I, I feel like, especially if you interview artists who have been doing it for a while, like, I feel like some of the questions just get kind of repetitive and like, you know, it's it's more focused on what they're doing now. But I love, I love talking about the early days. I love hearing how artists are like making their way up and like what it's like for them starting yeah. out. I just think it's so cool getting that perspective because I feel like you don't get that a lot in the industry. For- Definitely not. Definitely not. And yeah, it's it's fun to kind of like see that progress, right? Mm-hmm. It's amazing. So yeah, congratulations. That had to have been such a cool feeling. And yeah, like I said, don't don't downgrade any any of those experiences. Those are all important to you in your story. And yeah, just don't forget those. And that's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> nice. All right. Um, so we are gonna. We're close to the end of the interview here, but I know you just released a brand new song, but I'm wondering, are you going to be releasing any new music anytime soon at all in the near future? Yeah, definitely. I have a couple more songs um, coming out this year. So about that. Um, yeah, yeah. Nice. Do you think you're going to have an album or an EP maybe sometime soon? 100% kind of that's kind of like the next step um in the fall I'll start you know heading into the studio getting some writing done recording yes. so hopefully in the in the new year we'll get a an album Ooh, oh my god that'll be so exciting and I can't wait personally like after hearing some of your music I'm already a fan so that is gonna be so <clears throat> excuse me so exciting and yeah. I just can't wait yeah thanks thank you nice yeah all right. Well, thank you so much for being on here today. Um, I'm so glad we were able to work this out and you've been so fun to chat with. Um, is there anything else that you would like listeners to know about you? Anything you want to promote to or anything before we wrap this up? Um, no, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on here. This was so much fun. You were amazing to talk to. I had a blast. <laughs> um, thank you. <laughs> 
course, yeah. Um, other than that, no, just check out the new song, Unforgivable. Nice. Perfect. Oh my God. Thank you so much for being on here again. This has been Rax. And yeah, check out her brand new song, Unforgivable. Thank you for being on here again. You've been so fun. Thanks. Thank you. See you later. Bye. All right, everybody. That was my interview with Rax. I hope you guys really enjoyed this one. I really loved chatting with her. And this was actually her very first interview. And I think she did amazing. So let me know what you guys think about her music. I think she is going to go so far in the scene, and I hope you guys really like her. If you're interested in following her on social media, her Instagram is at It's Racks. It's spelled I-T-S-R-R-A-Q-S. Make sure you check out her brand new song, Unforgivable. Like I said, it is so cool. It is a banger, and I can't get it out of my head, and I'm sure you guys will feel the exact same way. This is where I'm going to have to leave you this week, pop punk enthusiasts. Thank you so much again for tuning in to this week's episode of Pop Punk Promo. If you're interested in supporting the podcast further, I do have listener support activated on my Spotify for Podcasters page. So if you go down in the show notes of this episode, you can click on the listener support link. And if you're interested, you can donate a small amount monthly to my podcast. It can literally be 99 cents. It does not have to be a lot, but every little bit does help me out to maintain the podcast and make sure that I can continue to do this for you guys and bring you brand new artists every single week. I also have a little merch store up if you guys are interested in grabbing some t-shirts or stickers. You can go to poppunkpromo.store and check it out there. Thanks again for tuning into this week's episode. Make sure to look out for more information on our roundtable episode. It's going to be so cool. And I have a lot of really cool artists that are interested. So details will come out for that very soon. But until then, thanks again for listening to this week's episode. And we'll catch you again next week on Thursday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for a brand new episode of Pop Punk Promo. See you later. For more information on how you can become a featured artist, visit poppunkpromo.com. 